Our subject on tonight is the straight way. The straight way. Amen. If the way is not straight, then that tells me it's crooked. And if it's crooked, that means that you're not going to get to where you're trying to go. You're going to get off course. Amen? When we look at the phrase straightway, it is following a path that leads from the beginning to the end. We understand that it's a plan made to lead without deviation. Straightway is considered an established course or accepted standard. Straightway is a powerful word. It's an action word. It can mean immediate without delay or hesitation. Also, it's associated with having no curves or turns. Procrastination would be the very object of straightway. Procrastination is to put off intentionally or habitually something that should be done and known as improductive delay. When Jesus was walking the Sea of Galilee and saw Peter and Andrew casting nets into the sea and said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him without hesitation. So they heard the voice of the Lord and they reacted. Come on, somebody. So when we, there is an urgency for all of us who have this knowledge of Christ's divinity. We should act upon following him without hesitation or delay. Amen. So, that time is now. It's time for us to stop procrastinating. It's time for us to stop delaying our walk with God. It's time for us to move closer to God because as soon as he come back, guess what? Those that are close is going back. Those that are far off is going to stay here. No longer does Jesus personally walk the earth with us, but he has not left us alone because he gave us the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. He said, I will send you another confidence that shall be with you, shall lead you into all truth. So you got to allow the Holy Ghost to lead you to all truth, not your own truth, but the Holy Ghost truth. Amen. So you have to be careful how you lead yourself without the Holy Ghost. So his guidelines and commandments are always with us if we study the scriptures. When you study the scripture, you got to make sure you get an understanding. Out of all of your getting, get a clear understanding. Come on, somebody. 
We must learn his will before we can do his will. The way to God is straight and narrow. Not a whole lot of margin for error. Prerequisite for doing his will is goal setting. In action and preceded by thoughts and planning. We must evaluate the, the choices of direction that are before us. And make a decision which way we will take. The word straightway suggests the urgency to take the first step toward a worthy goal toward salvation. So we need to examine the straight path that leads to salvation. Because the straight way is designed to lead you to the salvation of the Lord. Let's start out on the, in the Old uh, Testament. Let's go to Joshua. Chapter 24. We probably won't be following the course of the scripture that I got them written down, but eventually we will get around to them. Amen. Joshua chapter 24, verses 13 through 15, and it says, I have given you a land for which you did not labor, a city which you did not build, and ye dwell in them. Of the and of the vineyard and olive gods, which you did not plant, nor did eat. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and truth. You got to be sincere about your walk with God. If you be sincere about your walk with God, God will be sincere with his walk with you. And put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood. And he, don't bring the, what you left to the church. Come on, somebody. You leave your religion that you had that didn't take you nowhere. Don't bring that to the church with you. Because if it didn't do you no good then, it sure can't do you no good here. Amen. On the other side of the flood in Egypt, they served all kind of God. They had all kinds of religion. But guess what? Religion without the truth is no good. And serve the Lord. Your main objective and goal should be to serve the Lord. And if it seem evil, oh Lord have mercy, unto you to serve the Lord. Choose you this day whom you will serve. <clears throat> Make a choice. Make a choice who's going to be your God. Make a choice which God you want. The gods of Egypt or the true and living God. Whether the gods which your father served, which didn't do them no good, that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whom land you dwell, but as for, and here with Joshua, he making a stand. But as for me and my house, we going to serve the Lord. Amen. Joshua reminded the people of God, goodness and his provision for them was reviewing past time when God blessed them. Look back where God brought you from. Why you going to leave God and go to another God? Huh? Look at the mess that he delivered you from. 
And now you're not going to follow him wholeheartedly? Come on now. Reviewing past blessings can encourage us to continue to serve God faithfully. And this is what God is looking for out of his people. You ain't got to know a whole lot, but you got to know faithfulness. Come on, somebody. You ain't got to be a bookworm, but you got to know faithfulness. When you need to remind a reminder of God's love, review how God blessed you in the past. Oh, Lord, have mercy. When he kept you when you weren't even keeping yourself. He was keeping you when you didn't even know him. You thought you knew him. Then turn to the Bible and see how God changes not. God ain't changing. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. He don't have no one kind of salvation for you and another salvation for somebody else. What he said for one, he says to all. The people had to decide whether they would obey the Lord who had provided, had proven his trustworthiness or obey their idol gods. Choose who you going to serve. Your idol gods or you going to serve the true and living God. And I can imagine when Joshua made that statement, but for me and my house, you make your choice, but for me and my house, we going to serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you got to make a decision whether or not you want to travel the straight way. And the straight way is God's way. Come on, somebody. Go to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua 1 and verses 7 through 9. And it says... Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all. Oh, you got to observe God's word and do according to it. Which Moses, my servant, command thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper wheresoever thou go. You can't be, in other words, saints of God, we can't be wishy-washy. Come on now. You either going to serve God or you're not going to serve God. Come on now. You allow folks to get in your ear and pull you to the right or to the left. And God says straight ahead. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. One thing about this here book. It's got to get in your mouth before it can depart out your mouth. <laughs> that means it got to come off the shelf. Got to come off the shelf and you got to familiarize yourself with it. Come on, somebody. To familiarize yourself with the book is to familiarize yourself with God. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. You can error in that if you want to. But if you error in it, guess what? You just got off the straight way. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, 
and then thou shalt have good success. Now we want to wonder how we keep staying on Nemo Boulevard. Now we ought to understand why we can't prosper in the spirit of God. Because why? We don't hold and observe all that is written according to the book. Had not I command thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. So evidently, there is some stuff that he was seeing that would cause the normal person to lose heart. There was some stuff that he was seeing that was saying, what's the use? You know how we get to a point sometimes that the things that is happening in the world, we said, what's the use? But God said, be strong and be of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thou God is with thee whatsoever thou goest. But you got to be an observer. You got to observe his law. You got to meditate on his word. You got to allow his word to speak to you. And you got to make sure you got the right understanding of his word. Come on somebody. Because the devil throw a loophole in there and have you looking stupid. We, with many success in controlling others as well as oneself, that's, we got to know how to control ourselves. But with Joshua, it meant being controlled by God. We practice our religion as trying to control other folks and leave ourselves undone. But Joshua said, I'm going to be controlled by God. God told Joshua that to succeed, he must obey the rules for living found in the word of God. That's how you be successful. That's how your successful is not down the wrong road. There's a lot of folks is, uh, is being successful in evil. But you want to be successful that you don't have to look behind you. You can keep looking forward. Come on, somebody. You can have peace of mind. Come on, somebody. Often we can't see what the results are, but our future benefits is of following God. We might not see the results immediately or in our present moment, but our future benefits is following God. Regardless of whether you got the haves or the have not, as long as you follow God, don't worry about the rest of it. He'll make a way. So sometimes when we get to that point that we can't see the future and we see what's in front of us, we get uh, uh, downhearted and sometimes we almost and sometimes we quit. Look at how many started out with you. And they quit because they couldn't see into their future and the present was wearing them out. Instead of them looking to God, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of their faith. Amen. When we are uncertain what to do, go back to the word of God for sure steps towards God's favor. 
Remind yourself of what God said and do. It will lead you to success and purpose in life. You got to remind yourself of the word of God and do the word of God. Don't be just a hero. You got to be a doer. Amen. Go to Joshua chapter 11. Joshua 11 and verses 15. The scripture says, As the Lord commanded Moses his servant, so did Moses command Joshua. So did Joshua. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. Good God Almighty. You got to make sure you don't leave your work undone. Come on, somebody. You got to make sure that you follow the vision of leadership so that your part in the vision is not left undone. Come on, somebody. Joshua carefully obeyed all the instruction given by God through the man of God. Amen. Because obedience is one aspect of life the individual believer can can control now you can control your obedience huh that's one thing you can control we can't always control and understand because of how somebody uh, uh, thinks about us you can't control that we can't control how people feel about us or treat us but we can choose to obey God Whatever new challenges we may face, the Bible gives us instructions on which is the right to do in the sight of God. And that's all we got to do is make sure we do that which is right in the sight of God. Only way that we can stay on the straight way. If you would, go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. I'm I'm, I'm going to try my best to get down to scripture that I want to get down to even if I have to skip. Amen. So we're dealing with the basically the basics and the preliminary of where we want to go. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 said and it shall come to pass. Now remember now he said it shall come to pass. God don't lie. Huh? If God said it's going to come to pass, it shall come to pass. And then he said, if thou hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thou God. You got to hearken diligently. You know, not haphazardly. Come on, you got to hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord. To observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day. That the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. I know he was talking to the nation of Israel, but guess what he's talking to you too? Because you were drafted in from the nation of Israel. You were drafted in by the blood of Jesus Christ. So the book applies to you as well. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. 
Thou shalt hearken, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord, they're going to overtake you. He didn't say nothing but you had to beg for them. Huh? He said all you had to do was observe his word and hearken unto his word. Blessed shall thou be in the city. Blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kin and the flock of thy sheep. Wow. You mean your children going to be blessed? Because you blessed? Huh? Your garden should be blessed because you blessed? Your, uh, the fruit of your cattle, if you got livestock, they supposed to be blessed? They supposed to be multiplying and have and, and, and be healthy. Come on now. Blessed shall thou shall be thou basket and thou store. Blessed shall be thou when thou comest in, and blessed shall be thou when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come one out against thee one way and flee. For these several, you mean to tell me that God is going to even put your enemies to flight? The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in thy storehouse, and in all that thou set thy hands unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God. He can't bless your hands if your hands is lazy. Hello, somebody. He can't bless your hands if he can't give you something to do. Am I right about that? The Lord shall establish thee. Now listen what he's going to do to you. He's going to establish thee a holy people unto himself. If you don't have intention on trying to work towards holiness, you're in the wrong place. You're serving the wrong God. As he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in whose ways? His ways, not your ways. Not when you feel like doing it. Come on, somebody. All the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and shall be afraid. Wait a minute. They shall see. They didn't say, he didn't say nothing that they should hear. He said they shall see. Yeah. They ain't got to wait till you open up your mouth and wave a flag about who you are. God said it's going to be very known because you're going to be illuminated with his anointing and they're going to be able to see the presence of the Lord that's working in your life without you opening your mouth. Some of you open your mouth and mess it up. Come on, somebody. Amen. So, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good, his good treasures. Wow. You mean God got some stuff for you that he ain't even gave you yet? God got some stuff for you that he just waiting on your obedience. 
God got some stuff for you that he's just waiting on you to take his word at heart. Come on, y'all. Does it prove that? He said, the heavens to give rain unto thy land in his season. You got to wait on your season. Come on. And the, bed, the wait on your season, you got to get you some patience waiting on God. Come on, somebody. You, you, you can't show God you getting all out of sort because you your season ain't arrived yet. You looking across the fence at somebody else's season. You got to wait on your season. Amen. And to bless all the works of thy hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not... Thou shalt not what? Oh. So if you serving the if you serving the true and living God, you ain't got no business being broke. Uh, y'all, y'all, did y'all hear that? If you serving God the way God wants you to serve Him, you ain't got no business being broke. Come on, somebody. Why are you saying that? Because guess what? If you get down to your last dime, and if God tells you to go look up under the fan, it ought to be some money under the fan. Huh? If he tell you, if you down to your last dime and he said, go to the mailbox now. You up there talking about, well, mailman ain't right. God didn't tell you nothing about no mailman. He told you to go to the mailbox. And the problem we have is having a problem following instruction when God give them to us. We want to delay and ponder with it. Wondering, was it God? Come on now. Learn to move by faith and not by sight. That didn't cost you nothing. The scripture says, And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken Unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe. And this ain't a this ain't a, 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 a Sunday message. This is an everyday message. Huh? You got to observe and do the will of God on a daily basis for you to see the blessings of God flourish in your life. You can't continue to be, keep putting God off and think God's going to bless you. It ain't going to happen. You delay God, your blessing get delayed. Did y'all hear that? You keep delaying God, guess what, baby? Your account just got closed. God will close your account. Did y'all get that one? Keep, keep on keep keep on delaying him. Keep putting God on ice. And God gonna put you on ice. Amen. He trying to make you the head and you started trying to drag tail. Amen. 14 verse said. 
And thou shalt not go aside from any of the word which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Better watch what you put before God. Things are people. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we allow things to become a God in our life. And be saying, I didn't know that. You do now. Come on now. Now, all those blessings that God had said that he would give to his people. But guess what? Verse 15 says, but it shall come to pass. Here it go again. It's coming to pass. If thou would not hearken unto my voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake. Lord, have mercy. The very same thing that he said he was going to bless you with, he'll turn around and curse you with them. You'll be a broke joke. You will be the tail and not the head. Your covers will be empty. Come on, somebody. And everything that you touch will not prosper. When you keep traveling your way and don't travel God's way. Come on now. Yes, ma'am. Read it for me, sister. Wow. Wow. The sword, blasting, mildew, they shall soothe thee until thou. Wow. You're going to be miserable till you leave here. That's real tough. And there's some folks that have been miserable till they left here. That's why what's going on now. Folks are dying by themselves. And not even recovering. Not all old folks either. Some young folks dying. So you got to be careful. How you present yourself before the Lord. God is at a point now. People, children of God that he ain't playing no more. Come on now. It's one thing after another. And guess what? It was one lesson that I thought I was going to do tonight, but I put it on hold, and that is the trumpets. After every trumpet, something happened. And, and, and if we ain't careful, we'll get caught up in the, in the season of the trumpets, and the church will be gone, and we'll still be here. Going through the misery of the world. Amen. So you got you to do like Joe. You got to decide whose side you on. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You got a decision you got to make. You got a decision you got to make even if you got to make it by yourself. You got to make sure that it is you serving the Lord and that don't nobody else want to serve him. 
Noah couldn't wait around for the rest of the folks to serve God. He had to do what God told him to do. God said, don't worry about that. You just build the boat. Come on, somebody. You do what I say. You build the ark. That's all you got to do. It's going to rain. I don't care how much the sun is shining, Noah. It's going to rain. <laughs> God said, it shall come to pass. If God tell you something is going to come to pass, you better put your finger on it because it's coming to pass. Who can stop it? Come on, somebody. Every man be alive. That's right. He'll wipe out the whole world before he become alive. Won't nobody be able to stand in court and say God lied. Because won't be nobody alive. This should give us extra incentive to obey God's law. While all these blessings may not come in our lifetime on earth. But those that obey God's will and experience the fullness of his blessing when he established the new heaven and the new earth, we still going to see what God said he will do. See, you talking, you, you looking at right now, but God said, I got a future for you. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Let's go to oh, Isaiah 38. need to know it don't make no difference how big you get God can make you small come on y'all Isaiah chapter 38 verses 1 through 5 said in those days was Hezekiah sick unto death he was at the point of dying come on somebody look at all the how many of them died over 500,000 was at the point of dying and died. Something that you hadn't even seen or heard of. Come on now. An army that was unseen. Wiping folks out. And Isaiah the prophet. The son of Amos came unto him. When God sent a word to you. You better listen. You better tune your ear in. When God decides that you need a word from him, you better tune your ears in because you're going to be just like Hezekiah. And he said to him, thus says the Lord, set thine house in order for thou shalt die and not live. You better set your house in order. Whatever we got to get straight, we better get it straight now. Definitely right around the corner. Come on now. If you don't believe definitely right around the corner, you better open up your newspaper. They're still dying every day. Close folks to you dying every day. Folks you know dying every day. And God allow you to stay here? You better hearken to what the Lord God is saying. It 
it shuts and lets you know that God has no respect of person. Folks, you think they shouldn't die, die. And guess what he did? He pulled the rug off from under us. He started letting church folks die. So you won't get set in your ways. Come on now. You better put yourself in the hands of a merciful God. And set thine house in order. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord. Huh? We prayed. We go calling everybody else to pray. You need to pray. Huh? And it, it amazed me that everybody wants somebody else to pray for them and they don't want to pray for themselves. That means that your faith is shaky. You don't think that you can get an audience with God. But you're supposed to be a child of God. And you can't get an audience with God. Your faith is shaking. Hezekiah. He didn't, it didn't say Hezekiah told the man of God, the prophet. No, if a prophet came to us and gave us this message, we'd have had to let prophet pour, pour a gallon of oil on me and pray for me. But Hezekiah Took it upon himself. I got to go and talk to the Lord for myself. And he said, remember now, Lord, I beseech thee, how I have walked before thee in truth and with a purpose. You better make sure that you walk before the God right. Because guess what? Now you getting ready to go before him with a petition. You better make sure you got all of your I's dotted and your T's crossed. Huh? Now Hezekiah said he had a perfect heart. But Hezekiah had got caught up in pride. So his heart fell from being perfect. Watch how you think. That you got a perfect heart and you caught up in your pride. Your pride will kill you. Graveyard dead. And he and I have done that which is good in thy sight. Watch what your good is. You might be doing good to others. You might be doing good for yourself, but what good is you doing to God? God should be your top priority. Come on, somebody. And Hezekiah wept sorrow. He was boohooing. This man was crying. Before the Lord. And you know what the Lord saw? He saw Hezekiah tears. He saw the sincerity of his prayer. Huh? He read the intent of his heart. And God. And, and, go, and, and, and then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah. This man must have been on his way. Because see a prophet don't hang around. 
Prophet give you what God tells him to give you. He ain't standing around for no, no remarks from you. He ain't standing around for no okay from you because it wasn't under his word. It was just a message to you from God. So he ain't got to know what you're going to do with it. He delivered the message. So he began to remove himself. And God said to Hezekiah, God said to Isaiah, go and said to Hezekiah. So evidently he was leaving the presence of Hezekiah. Go and said to Hezekiah. Thus said the Lord. The God of David thy father. I heard thy prayer. I have seen what? I seen thy tears. And behold. I, I will add unto thee days. Fifteen years. Good God. Am I, you better let God see your heart and your tears. All you proud folks that can't cry. Huh? All you, all you proud folks that can't label down before God. If you got to get flat on your face, you better lay down till you hear God. Lay down, lay down, lay down till you hear from God. Come on, somebody. Hezekiah was extremely ill. He told him the impenitent death. He immediately turned to God. God knows how to get your attention. Sometimes in a bad way. It's bad that God had to get us sick to get our attention. Why can't we serve God with a glad heart? Huh? Why can't we serve God to the point that we walk with him? And he walked with us. Amen. God responded to his fervent prayer. By adding 15 years to his life. And guess what? That 15 years probably saved the next generation. It's what you do with your life. You're going to pass on to the next generation. How you serve God is going to pass why do you think that it, it got so weak now? Because somewhere through from one generation to the other, the ball done been dropped. The ball done been dropped to the point that everything is okay in the house of God. And I know that's a lie. Amen. Come on now. And since I'm a little bit off, we don't even mind how we dress when we come before the Lord. We just come for him any kind of old way. Amen. You want, you want God to give you his best, but you don't, you don't want to look your best when you come before him. It's because the ball has been dropped. And we don't serve God like we used to. And it's too late in the game not to serve God like we used to. We got to get back to the old land, Ma. Oh, it's too late. Come on, somebody. Go to Isaiah 35.
we have taken God too much for granted. Amen. And not live a life that he has expected for us to live before his face. Amen. Isaiah 35 in the verses 8 and 9. It said, and a highway shall be there and a way and it shall be called the way of we're not monitoring the way of holiness anymore. We are monitoring the way of our own walk instead of our walk with God. Walking the way God would have us to walk. Be what God would have us to be. The unclean shall not pass over. You ain't going. Un if you're unclean, you ain't going. If you're unclean, you're not going to travel this way. You might travel parallel, but you won't be on the highway. You might travel along, but you won't be on the highway. Come on, somebody. Because the end of the tour is going to be one highway, and the way that you're going is going to be a detour. But it shall be called... The way of holiness, the unclean shall not pass over. But it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, those fools shall not err. And guess what? You ain't got to be the smartest, smartest to be on this road. But you got to be the sincerest. Come on, somebody. No lions shall be there, nor any raven beast shall go thereupon. It shall not be found there. But the redeemed shall walk. Somebody said a redeem. Amen. Ah, uh, the highway is the way of righteousness, the way righteous pilgrims travel from the wilderness of suffering to holiness. You came from the wilderness of suffering. And God brought you out. You sure enough ought to be able to praise him and walk the, and walk the way that he wants you to walk. He brought you out of your wilderness and now you want to go back? He brought you out of your wilderness and now you don't want to act like you appreciate where he brought you from? All that he done for you, he brought you out of your Egypt experience. And you can't give him the glory. You can't be faithful. You can't be consistently Wow. Now, we got so much to do, Sister Turner. We got so much to do that we can't serve God. You better let your so much get on the back burner. Because your so much is going to bust your life wide open. Come on now. Only the redeemed of the Lord would travel God's highway. Yes, Only. A lot of folks is traveling, but they're not traveling God's highway. They're going somewhere no way fast. They're going somewhere and ain't getting nowhere. Like spinning their wheels in the mud. Yes, 
You may be on a highway, but make sure you are following God's highway. They will be protected from wicked travelers, harmful animals in the wilderness. God is preparing a way for his people to get them home to him and will walk with you if you walk with him. It's the only way you can get there. Amen. Okay. Go to Matthew chapter 7. Get in touch with Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Are we there? The scripture says, Enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way, Lead it to what? So you can follow, you know what he's saying? You can follow the crowd if you want. You can follow the broad way of religion if you want. You can follow the way that you ain't got to do all that if you want. Come on, somebody. But the scripture says that it's going to lead you to destruction. And now, not only that, he said, and many there be which go, Lord have mercy. You know what he said? A whole crowd is going that direction. Over, over 90, I'm going to bag up off the percentage. Over a large percentage of the religion world is traveling that way. Because they do not want to follow what the law commands. They do not want to follow the word of God wholeheartedly. And guess what? A lot of ministers is going to burn behind it. But it don't, it don't leave no excuse for you because if you follow them, you're going to burn with them. Amen. Blind leading the blind. And the scripture said they both fall in the ditch. Amen. 14 verse said. Because straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. See you, 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 you got to draw yourself in. You got to draw yourself in. You got to start shaking yourself loose from a whole lot of stuff. From your past. Come on somebody. It's your past that you got to shake yourself loose from. Man. And you got to draw yourself in on the word of God. You got to draw yourself in on the will of God. This is how narrow it's getting. Narrow is the way. Which leadeth unto life. 
and few there be. Oh, y'all crowd keep looking for the crowd. Keep, 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 keep looking for the much people. Huh? Ooh, I ain't going over there. Ain't nothing but a handful of folks over there. Huh? I'm going to so-and-so, so-and-so church. They have two services. They have so many folks, they got two services. Big old choir. Boy, and they really can sing. Sing your way on the hill if you want to. Come on, somebody. But you better start trying to find the narrow way. And God said, ain't no point you looking for a whole lot of folks to be going down this way because it's not going to be. If you see a whole lot of folk going down this way and you follow them, you're going the wrong way. Because guess what? Everything goes when you're going down Broadway. <laughs> when you go down Broadway, a lot of folks like to see the, 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 the big lights of the city. It grabs their attention. Better watch what lights you watching. You better watch the light of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Down Broadway, everything goes. The gateway of eternal light is called narrow. There is only one way to live eternally with God, and that's follow the straight path. Amen. And you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision whether or not you want to follow God. Only your own decision to follow God, not somebody else's. You got to make up your decision, your mind, your heart. Live this way may be may not be popular, huh? It ain't popular, y'all, but it's right. <laughs> if you're looking for popularity, you're surely in the wrong place. Come on now. But living for the true and living God, that's the way that you got to go. What's most important to you is living in the city of the living God. Living a life of Christ, the only way you would ever enjoy seeing the eternal God. You won't see God unless you travel the narrow way. You won't, you won't see him with joy. You might see him with regrets, but you won't see him with joy. Come on, somebody. So choose which way you're going to travel. Is it going to be the narrow way? Go to Proverbs chapter 3 right quick. see what it says. First of all, he started out saying, my son. So that means that evidently you had to make a commitment to follow God. Huh? You had to decide that you was going to follow the father of heaven. So my son, then he told you, forget not my law. 
You can't forget. He gave instruction. Forget not my law. Because guess what? If you forget the law of God, it's going to cause you to error in salvation. And then he said, but let thine heart keep my law. Oh, you got to hide them in your heart that you may not sin against God. Hide these words in your heart. For length of days and long life and peace shall, oh my God, they shall add to thee. James, I want to outlive the expected time. Come on now. I want, hey, I want to get some, some 15 years added to my life. Hezekiah got them added to his life. So guess what? I got to pull my heart out to God so I can get an extension. I don't know about you. Come on, somebody. So it's, it's, it's not a, a, a point that you're going to live for so long. But guess what? It is saying the word of God that you can get some days added to your life. And not only days, you can get some peace added to it as well. Come on, somebody. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Oh, Lord. If you don't let truth and mercy run away from you. <laughs> huh? Only way it's going to forsake you is it's got to flee from you. It's got to flee from you because guess what? It found you not want to be a partaker of it. Bind them about thy neck and write them upon the tablets of thine heart. Oh, when you put something around your neck, you know something around your neck. Huh? Ain't no way in the world, Jane, you're going to be walking around <laughs> with a bow tie around your neck and not know a tie around your neck. You better tie that word of God around your neck just like you do that bow tie. And you sister girls, y'all know once y'all put jewelry around y'all neck, y'all go through the day doing this here, making sure it's still up there. Because you don't want to lose it. Yeah. Don't lose your salvation either. Bind it around your neck and write the tablets up on your heart. Yeah. In other words, so then therefore you meditate on his word. So shall they have favor and good understanding in the sight of God. Oh, but everybody's got favor out here. Yeah. Every time you say hello to somebody. I'm blessed and highly faithful. Who told you? Huh? You need to ask them. Do you have the word of God binding around your neck? Huh? Have you written it up on the tablets of your heart? Because the scripture said that's the only way that you can find favor in the sight of God and man. Amen. And I'm just, I'm just a, a, a plod that that. That when we get ready to do somehow, God just turns around and he gives us favor. Sometimes we just find somebody to come in at the right time to do the right thing that we need. Come on now. For the lack of labors. Come on. <laughs> and God finds somebody to do the work. They call that favor. Come on, somebody.
in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not. Wait a minute. You said you trusted in the Lord. Why are you constantly leaning to your own understanding? Huh? If it's something that you don't understand, why don't you uh, 